Welcome to the heartbeat of Main Street with Forbes Books at ForbesBooks.com and Bank of America at BankofAmerica.com. Beginning in November 2019, U.S. veterans are eligible for Bank of America's Small Business Veterans Discount Initiative, featuring an exclusive 25% origination fee discount for their Bank of America small business loan or line of credit. Visit bankofamerica.com slash smallbusiness for more information. And here's your host, Greg Stebbin. I'm here with Dwayne Topping. His company is Topping Designs. His website, dwaynetopping.com. He's on Instagram, at Dwayne Topping. Let me spell Dwayne. It's D-U-A-N-E, Topping, as you would expect, T-O-P-P-I-N-G, dwaynetopping.com, and on Instagram, at Dwayne Topping. And Dwayne, first of all, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. It's, it's it's a pleasure, and, and it's always an honor to to be able to to really share my story. So, well, your this, this story, your stories. Actually, there's more than one story. I'm going to say. So, first yeah. of all, I just I want to introduce you by saying Dwayne is a fashion designer, and there is a story about how he got there. But before we even get to your story, Dwayne, I want to say. First of all, I'm not the most fashion-conscious guy in the world, but when I went to your website and your Instagram and checked out your, your Facebook account and your Twitter, what I saw there, the photos of the clothing you're making for women, they made me rock back and go, whoa, you create some very, very beautiful clothing for women. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I think I think the only one... Not well-dressed on the website is myself. <laughs> well, uh, you, I, I will also, just as a tease, say that it's worth going to the website to see the clothes and also to see Dwayne and his T-shirts because you have a pretty special collection of T-shirts from what I could see. Absolutely. So you are, I think it's fair to say, you do not have the typical fashion designer story. Do you want to tell us how you got into the world of fashion? It's certainly not a typical story. Just to start off uh, an overview, I retired from the Army in 2012. As you can imagine, I did three deployments while I was enlisted. After about 11 years, I retired medically, and I struggled. Uh, I struggled reintegrating myself back into the community, uh, back into civilian life. I really struggled with with mental illness. I really struggled with PTSD, and, and, I, and I spent a number of years running from those demons. Um, and I, I tried so many of those, you know, out of the uh, one-size-fits-all, out-of-the-box treatments that the, the VA passes off to you, and none of them were really working. Um, I went back to school. I went to try, you know, I, I thought to myself, well, I'll be a writer. So I went back and, and, and I, I went back to school. Um, and during that, that portion, I actually had a minor in, in philosophy. Hmm. I took my first philosophy class. I hated it. Hmm. Absolutely hated it. But still got a minor. <laughs> no, actually. So here's the story. So I actually transferred over to feminist theory um, and I ended up getting a degree in gender studies. And, and during the course of that is really when I turned my own perspective around and, and realized, you know what, I don't have to try all of these out of the boxes things. They weren't working. And so by the last semester, I said to myself, you know what, I really need to try something new, something different, something really out of the box. I've always been an artist, um, and I've always had this really subdued level or love of fashion. Even when I was deployed, I would be getting the, the women's magazines and, and pouring through them and cutting them out and making collages and sending them home and critiquing the garments. So I paired them. I said, you know what? I'm an artist. 
I can, I can do fashion. And so I, I said, I was going to teach myself to sew. And I, and I literally came home one day and I told my wife, I said, listen, I'm going to teach myself to sew. And she turned around and she says, well, when are you going to do that? Well, I held up my sewing machine and I said, well, I'm going to do it right now. Um, so I sat down at a, at a TV tray uh, and I made a purse. So, so before you, before you go on, did you buy the sewing machine that day or did you already have one? I literally bought it that day on my way home. I said to myself, I'm going to teach myself to sew. I swung into Walmart and bought my first sewing machine (laughs) (laughs) and made a purse. And I made a purse and this was uh, the fall of 2016. Well, I just fell in love with sewing. It was an, it was a that 12 inches is something I could control. And I really found peace in that creative process. And as I began to, to develop my sewing skills, I, you know, I made a dress for my wife. I got tired of patterns. I started draping and she says, you know what, why don't you just make a collection? So I did. I, I made a little six piece collection. I got a photographer and there's a funny story with my first model. She was actually in my English class and I came to her after class one day and I said, Hey, listen, uh, I'm going to try to do a, a fashion line for women. And I'd like to use you as inspiration. You want a model for me? And the, the, the poor young woman looked at me crazy, but you know what? She took a leap of faith and, mm. and we did that first photo shoot the next the spring in 2017. I did my first runway and we've just exploded since then. We've done New York fashion week, two seasons. We've been published in Vogue, been in shows from New York to LA. Uh, we, we just absolutely exploded. So that's that's sort of the, the short version. <laughs> well, and you know what's amazing is I'm I'm thinking back on what you said. You started in 2016. That was only yes. three years ago. Oh man, and it's been a wild ride. And and I tell you, I I've really had to to learn a lot. And there's been a lot of obstacles uh, along the way. Um, primarily, you know, I I don't look like a typical fashion designer. You know, I've got I will I will hair. vouch for that. You're you're yeah. you 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 don't look like a typical soldier either. Well, no, but you know, I I, I retired and and I protested haircuts and shaving. So <laughs> you can imagine what I look like now. <laughs> you know, seven years later. Yeah. So yeah, I've got the long hair, the beard. You know, I'm the typical biker. Uh, you know, I, am. I ride every day. I don't even own a car. And so when I would go to shows, even now, I'm mistaken for the, the maintenance man or or I'm the doorman taking IDs or I've been the janitor. I did an interview with Telemundo six months ago, and they thought I was a contractor there to fix the building. <laughs> so, um, it, no, you, know, you were the uh, guy that designed all of those beautiful clothing that they had yes, B-roll of yeah. in the background. Well, and it's funny, though, because in the beginning, I was kind of offended by that. And then I realized, you know what, it's that contrast that, that really – that leaves that mark that, that imme- people immediately have to question their perspective. And, and so since then, you know, the, the brand has really evolved. And, and now, you know, I, I, I have to remind people that, you know what, I'm more than the label, you know, just like you are. I'm more than, than the aesthetic you see. Um, and, and you can be too, you know, don't, don't let people tell you who you are and what you can be, because it's that depth of character in all of us that, that really, uh, makes life beautiful. And, and, you know, I'm, yes, I'm a biker. Yes. I'm a veteran. Yes. I've struggled with mental illness, but you know, I'm also an artist. I'm a fashion designer. I can be a diva. I can be a photographer. I can do any number of things. So there's no holding you back. You're only limited by, by your own imagination. Really. I actually want to read something from your website. I'm talking with Dwayne Topping. His company is Topping Designs. The website is DwayneTopping.com. He's on Instagram, at Dwayne Topping. Many, many, many beautiful photos of the beautiful, 
beautiful is not even really the right word for the clothing you're designing. I, 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 what came to me as I was looking at the photos is that there's a sense of airiness and freedom to what you're designing. And I want you to comment on that. But first, let me read something from your website. It says, while on my path, and as you shared with us, you know, when you got out of the army in 2012, you struggled with PTSD. While on my path, I found I could be more than expected, more than a veteran with PTSD. I discovered that I am not a label. I hope you can be motivated through this collection to say, neither am I. And, and that's really what I see when I look at the photos. So talk to us a little bit about the inspiration for the clothing. Where, where is that coming from inside of you? Mm, you know, so much of the inspiration for the designs come from my story. They come from my journey. You know, I always take just a little snippet of it. You know, the, the fall winter collection that you see on the website now is really a representation of, of my struggle with PTSD and with mental illness, you know, I, in the beginnings, I felt trapped, locked in the dark. And, and it was through fashion that I was able to to escape that and, and find a freedom and, and, and make my way out into the light. And, and so if you look at that collection in its totality, I, I think you can see that story because each piece represents a chapter, a sentence, a part of that journey. You know, it starts out with with simple lines, but the detailing is, is, is you know, you've got belting and straps that look very confining. And then, then as the, the collection progresses, it begins to open up and, and there's some runway pieces that, that really reflect that notion of freedom. Hmm. And I, and for me, the inspiration always comes from, from some portion of my story, some notion of perspective, some way in which to reevaluate how you not only see yourself, but, but see the world. You know, I tell people you're, you're never going to get people to stop putting labels on you. And the trick is to not start to, to believe them. Hmm. You know, you've got to shed those off and start creating your own. And, and that's what, that's what I'm about, and I think that's what the clothes are about. And and each collection is is a representation of a part of that journey. And then as you add them together, at some point it'll it'll be a story. It'll be my life story. And I think that that's that drives my purpose because even now, while I love the artistry, I love the clothes, I love seeing faces of my customers when they're wearing them. It's still so much about that message of not being a label. And what's interesting is you came from a world that. I've never served, but my impression of the military is it's largely about labels and rank and things like that. And and probably necessary in that environment. So one of my questions is, how did your army service help you with the business part of your business and maybe even the creative part of your business? I'm really interested in hearing if and how the army part of your life has really helped you become who you are doing what you're doing today. Oh, certainly. You know, I the, the army broke me. There's no doubt. And I came out wounded. Um, and, you know, you can't see all of those wounds, but they're there. But but I'm thankful to it because in particular, the business side is, is easy. The discipline, mm. the organization, uh, the, the motivation to, 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 to push for a goal and, and not stop till you complete it. So that was that's really what I took from the military in terms of the business side. And it's interesting. So many people assume that that structured environment is difficult to then match with the creative side. And and for me, I think one of the things that that, that structure allows me to do is, is it allows me to create that purpose that I have in the creative. It allows me to start with a story and then develop the creativity from that framework. And then that way, you know, the, the clothes themselves still represent, and, you, and like you did, you can see what I'm trying to do. Um, and, and so that it's kind of a, a nuanced way to, to see it, but, but certainly purpose 
Um, you know, cause the army always tells you purpose, direction, motivation. <laughs> so you, you still carry that. And my understanding is that being a veteran also helped you raise capital for your business. My understanding is you got a $10,000 loan from a CDFI, the Colorado Enterprise Fund, as part of Bank of America's Veteran Access Loan Opportunity Resource Program? Oh, 100%. Um, and, and I think without that, we wouldn't be where we're at now. That was very, you know, that was very, particularly as a veteran, you know, you come out of the military and, and you're sort of left uh, to fly in the wind. Um, and there's a lot of things about the civilian world that they don't tell you. Because in the military, everything's structured. You know what's coming. In fact, you know what you're going to wear every single day. Yes. You know what time you got to be, where you're going to be. Everything is structured. You know who's going to be there, and there's no deviation from that. And so when you get out into the real world, the civilian world, you know, so much out there is, is left to – it feels like it's left to chance. But it's just because you don't have the knowledge. Um, and, it, and it took uh, Colorado Enterprise Fund and Bank of America to really say, you know what? We appreciate your service, and honestly, we believe in what you're doing. Let us help you. The money was was wonderful, and we've been able to utilize that very effectively. But I think more importantly is the support even after the loan process. Mm. Because, in fact, just yesterday, you know, I sit down with their, their financial advisors, and, and when I have questions, the, the, nobody else will answer for you. They're there to answer that for you. And I think that that's, that's essential for a veteran in particular because you've come from such a unique environment that really doesn't allow you to acclimate easily to a less structured world. And I want to ask you two more questions, Dwayne, and one of them really builds on what you just said. And that is, you came out of the service, you had the struggles that you did, you found something that really enabled you to get beyond that and create a successful business. I'm talking with Dwayne Topping. The company is Topping Designs. The website is DwayneTopping.com, D-U-A-N-E, Topping, T-O-P-P-I-N-G.com, DwayneTopping.com. Uh, you can see many photos of the beautiful clothes that he's designing on Instagram, at Dwayne Topping. But the question I want to ask you that really builds in what you said is, when you think about the process you've been through in starting and building your business and getting it to the point where it is today, what advice would you give to fellow veterans who are in a place similar to where you were a few years ago, thinking, maybe I could start a business, maybe I could fuel my passion as well? What, what kinds of words of wisdom could you share with them now, knowing what you know? Well, knowing what I know now, I think one of the, the key elements is you have to be able to go out and get those questions answered that you need answered. Don't take that first answer you get and run with it because oftentimes there's many different ways to do things and there's many entities out there that don't necessarily um, want to jump right into business with you. You know, you know, this, the Colorado Enterprise Fund was literally the sixth or seventh mm. um bank entity that, that, that we had tried, you know, to develop some funding. So take that military training, that, that tenacity, that, that motivation, that, that purpose-driven, goal-oriented lifestyle that, that you came from and, and carry that through to your business and, and don't stop until you get those questions answered in a way that's positive and meaningful to you because eventually you'll find somebody who's going to reach out because unfortunately, you know, you, you don't know what you don't know. And and so you've got to ask those questions, and and it and it is it's 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 a lot of pride um, swallowing in, in terms of going into some place and saying, listen, I don't know anything. Can you teach me? Mm. Um, and and that's and I think that's with any business because 
you know, not only did I not know the business world, but I didn't know anything about fashion. Absolutely nothing. I knew nothing about balance. I knew nothing about construction, the the marketing plans, any of that. And I didn't. And then on the business side, I didn't know retail math. So all of these things, I had to keep asking and keep asking until I was able to to get the questions. And don't be afraid to to take that help because ultimately, small businesses thrive in a community, and you have to begin to build that community. And and a lot of that takes courage to to open up to to that again um, to that community. It, it's really perfect to hear you say that because the last thing I want to ask you is really about the larger community. I mean, you came from a world of veterans. We know that lots of veterans start businesses because you talked about discipline. Uh, I think there's, you know, sometimes it's, an, it's a challenge to assimilate into the civilian world. But when you own your own business, you have control and that feels more comfortable. But I, I'm guessing that today you find that you're a role model for all kinds of people, whether they served or not. And I'm just wondering, when you're talking to other small business owners and, and aspiring small business owners in your community, do you find that there's a big difference in the kind of questions they ask whether they are veterans or not? Actually, no, I really don't. Because business, I'm I'm always surprised. I'd always when you know when I got into fashion, I thought to myself, well, fashion is a different kind of business. There's so many different nuances, and and a lot of this general business information is is not going to translate, and it really is. But you know, I don't think that there's there's different questions. I I think the problem is is that oftentimes veterans run into the scenario where because they don't have experience in the civilian world, they often don't know what questions to ask. Mm. So I think that that's, that's the struggle. I think that the problem that veterans run into is, is that when they get out there, they know that there's things they don't know, but they just don't know how to ask the question. So in that sense, I, I think it's different going in that once they develop uh, a fundamental knowledge of, of the direction they're going, some of the questions start being the same. You know, how do I get financing? How does that look in terms of my business? How do I pay that back? How do I, you know, guarantee that, that, you know, the business is going to thrive in the future, these kinds of things. How do I market my product? How do I market my brand or whatever? Those kinds of things, the questions are similar, you know, even without a veteran. But the problem is I don't think the veteran is is given the tools to know that marketing is the word that they need to use or, you know, things like, uh, you know, costing sheets. And, and they don't – they know – you know, they have an idea of, of, of what the end product is going to look like. They just don't know how to ask the questions necessarily. But that's, you know, that's the nice thing about entities like Colorado Enterprise Fund is, is that they will sit down with you and say, okay, you know, these are your goals. Let me, let me help you along the way and, and get you to ask the right questions to the right people. Hmm. That's really well said because I realized as you were talking that if you're in the civilian world, even when there's things you don't know – You've seen other people do them, and you've been around the language and the vocabulary and the concepts, whereas when you're coming from the military world, it's a very different world. So you, in a sense, in, you get some advantages, as you talked about. For instance, that's a great place to learn about discipline and things like that. But on the other hand, there are some disadvantages, which is, in a sense, kind of playing catch up with the civilian world and how the civilian world operates. Oh, unquestionably. I mean, especially for soldiers who've been deployed. I mean, I don't think people can imagine being completely out of the loop for a year. I remember when when cell phones first started doing texting and, and having email integrations and things, and, and we had no idea what that was. Mm. Um, and we had a whole conversation about, 
you know, we saw a headline about, you know, soldiers addicted to blackberries. Well, we didn't know what blackberries were, we, we're you know, and, and we argued for three weeks, you know, why blackberries? Why not strawberries? Why not raspberries? We had no idea. You know, and we went back to the same place where we saw the headline and there was another soldier in front of the line and he turns around and he says, hey, you guys know that's a phone, right? And we're like, well, what's so big about the phone? Well, you can text. What's text messaging? <laughs> you know, and so that's, and I don't think people realize that that literally it was so much of what, what you take for granted as a civilian, the world sometimes passes you by. Um, mm. And that is definitely a distinct disadvantage. Mm. Well, thank you for doing what you're doing. I, I really do want to encourage everyone listening to go to Dwayne's website. Again, it's DwayneTopping.com. Dwayne is D-U-A-N-E Topping, T-O-P-P-I-N-G, DwayneTopping.com. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful fashion for women. You can also find him on Instagram, at Dwayne Topping, the company Topping Designs. He's Dwayne Topping. Dwayne, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. It was such a pleasure, and, and it's always an honor to, to be able to share my story. And, and hopefully I can inspire somebody else to take that leap. I know you have. Thank you. Beginning in November 2019, U.S. veterans are eligible for Bank of America's Small Business Veterans Discount Initiative, featuring an exclusive 25% origination fee discount for their Bank of America Small Business Loan or line of credit. Visit bankofamerica.com slash smallbusiness for more information. And for more great small Small business tips, check out Bank of America's online small business community at bankofamerica.com slash SBC. Thanks for listening to The Heartbeat of Main Street with Forbes Books at ForbesBooks.com and Bank of America at bankofamerica.com.